I do just want to start by saying I'm so glad that Donovan Mitchell didn't have the best night after I was like, nobody plays for them. He still scored the last, like, yeah, deal the deal. He, he also recorded his 250th double-double. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad he didn't, like, drop 40 on us after I was like, they don't have any <laughs> 40. <laughs> you are now listening to Babes in Ballland. I'm not disappointed, are you? Oh, absolutely not. It was a very, very fun game to watch. And it didn't end up in our favor, but we aren't expected to be that good this year. And the Jazz should be a playoff team. So to play them that closely, like, we could have won it at the end there as well. So, Well, and that's why I'm like, I don't even want to say it because, I mean, for obvious reasons – like <sighs> what are you doing that's my ears man I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm struggling <laughs> um I don't think we looked bad no I don't feel like that was a tanking game and I mean it could have just been like the luck of the start of the everything you know like, I thought Rudy Cooper had kind of a quiet night, too. 12 points for that contract. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, shade is shady. Well, I think somebody on Boomtown said that he's making more money than Anthony Davis. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I wow. I mean, that kind of puts it in perspective, though, don't you think? Yeah, like, I think the contract looks bad now. Like, give it a few years. I'm also not a Rudy Goober fan, so I feel like we should put that out from Jeff. He doesn't, like, bother me. Like, he's not, not on, like, a Pat Beverly level. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, but I've nicknamed I- him Rudy Goober, so, like, I love to hate him. But it's not like pure hate like Pat Bev. Also, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Babes and Ballland. What's up, guys? Yep. I'm just glad that the game was as tight as it was. The first quarter was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) It was so fun. Don't mind me. I think it's still... For me, it's difficult to watch all the bench guys in there together at the same time Um, because I feel like we build up a lead and then it's just like, can we hold on to it while the starters are resting? No, we can't. No, and like, it's just not very fun for me to have all five of them out there together. But I will say in like the second half, George Hill had his moment. I. I was so close. Like, I was trying to figure out who I was going to give my awards to. And I was like, 
ooh, Mike Moose with the cupcake, because he was, I think, one for seven at that time. And no sooner than I said that, literally my whole fourth quarter notes, he heard me and he was mad. It was like Moose for three, Moose with the block, Moose for three. That's, yeah, his first quarter was rough. Yeah. It was really difficult to see. And yeah, then the end of the game, it's the Mike Moose love affair. Oh, yeah. I forgot I was mad at him. We're back. Mike Moose makes big buckets. Yes. But, but first, first fashion. fashion. Yeah. yeah. Good I'm work. pulling up the pictures. Well, that's because my favorite was Mike Moose. Because he was like, baby, I heard you like sweaters, and I've got one. Yeah. And he had that black sweater over the white tee. White mask, black jeans. I know you love Hami's cream sweatsuit. Yes. I'm nervous for him. That's like one ketchup moment away from a really bad disaster. Barbecue sauce, you know, mustard. I'm nervous for him. But as a moment, yes, he was my second favorite. Do not let your hatred of the Kendrick Williams situation let you Why is not he on talk this team? about the tie-dye hoodie. He looks great. They showed him first. And yeah. I was like, why are you guys cramming him into my mind space? Like, I got a watching play in the fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. Yes. If we had a fifth quarter, he'd probably freaking play in it. He'd probably be starting and playing all positions. I mean, it was the fourth quarter with like five minutes left. And I'm like, excuse me, Kenrich, what are you doing out here? Why are you playing in the fourth? That's and so like, hurtful. I do think, like, the hustle is there. I've said that the whole time, but I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, with that being said, they went with the same lineup. Mm-hmm. And the same subs in first. We saw Hami and Moose. Um, when Lou hit that three to start the game, I was like, oh, it's on. Because we... – Oh, sorry, you go. Well, I was just going to say he can be so streaky sometimes. We've seen that. Like, it's either hot or cold. So when he made the first one, I was like, baby, it's on. Donovan who? Really, the only thing needed to discuss in the fourth, or dang it, the first, fifth, fourth, first. Fifth quarter. Is Donovan Mitchell missed his jump shot and basically was in for the defensive rebound and then Lou for three. That's it. Yep. That's the game recap. And I think in the first alone, we did shoot a lot of threes and made them. I don't think the Jazz necessarily looked great in the first half, but I'm like, fine, whatever. We'll just take this. We did cool off in the third. Like, why wouldn't we? Because that's just, like, the game plan, I think, at this point. (laughs) For funsies. Um, The Thunder hit their first five shots, and and four of those were Mm three-pointers. Now, when... Teo came in it was like turnover right away and 
I think him and Poku, Poku especially, is out here struggling a little. Um, he hit him with the goose egg tonight. And I just want him to get one, okay? There was a moment when something happened and he ended up guarding Donovan Mitchell, and I was scared, okay? Then <laughs> Lou swept in and stole the ball and got that fast break layup. So Lou saved me, but there was a moment where I was like, this is like very bad. This is a very bad situation right here. Um, the, I think the thing that was the most shocking to me in the first quarter, I almost said fourth again, uh, was at the four and a half minute mark. We were still, it was 17-9 Thunder. That score was amazing. And I just want to talk about Hami for a minute because his growth, it's, it's different than like Basley growth or SGA growth, but he just stays with the play so well at the end of the first, around the two minute mark, he um, got the defensive rebound, missed his shot, went and got his rebound and then scored on a tip shot. Like he just really stays with the play. And I was, I thought that was a great moment for him. Yeah, he kind of does that dirty work. Like, the play doesn't stop after he shoots the ball. Mm -hmm. Chances are he's probably going to miss that first one, but then he's going to clean it up. So he's many not going to let you down. That's been, that was been such a big complaint. Like, go get your rebound. You're the, like, quite literally, you're the only one that knows where the ball's going after you shoot it. I right. hate that. <laughs> I hate when they don't follow that's the shot. That's basketball fundamentals, though. Yes. Yeah. And also, it was this at the end of the first, Moose had looked poor. And I hate to be like super critical, but he had looked poor. And then he opened the second, though, with a score. And I was like, okay, he, it's going to change. Yeah, I mean, he had the rough start for sure. Um, Donovan Mitchell had a worse start at the end of the first. I don't think we said the score, but it was 24 to 22 Thunder. And Donovan Mitchell didn't score at all in the first. So they don't have anybody, okay? You heard it here first. <laughs> Not playoff contenders <laughs> no. literally every year. No. No Supermax contracts. Never heard of them. Uh, to uh, start, oh, go ahead. No, you go. Sorry. I was just going to say to start the second, we had Teo, Hami, Poku, oh, your boy, Kenrich, and Moose. So the end of the first into the beginning of the second is what's kind of rough for me because we do have them all out there at the same time. And there's a lot of times when it's Hami or Moose making the plays out of that bunch. And I guess this is probably my bad. Okay, I'm going to start by saying that. But I think I had literally talked myself into Teo being so game ready that I think I had too high of an expectation because, Same. like, obviously it's the NBA, so there's going to be a learning curve. But I was like, no, no, that's Tony Parker Jr. Like, he's going to be fine. <laughs> and I, 
I mean, that's I'm, my bad. <laughs> did somebody see Teo? <laughs> like, yeah. The new superstar for the Tanking Thunder. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. All, I was gassed. I was pretty gassed. <laughs> so that's my bad, but we're just seeing like the silly mistakes right from him. Like tonight, <laughs> tonight, someone passed him the ball and it just whoop, right through his hands, right out of bounds. <laughs> you got, you got it. Catch the ball when first. It, <laughs> when it hits you in the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get it. <laughs> so um yeah like I said I don't think the Jazz looked that great in the first half uh Rudy Goober had six points at half Donovan Mitchell had five points Mike Conley looked pretty good he had 13 at half yeah but Dort also had 13 and I just think you could tell that Donovan Mitchell was frustrated and I think he did finish with 20 but a lot of that came late in the fourth which is just a good player being a good player, but I thought Dort did a really good job on him. Tell me Jordan Clarkson got that dunk and then they teed up Bogdanovic. Your I think, thoughts? <laughs> I think Rudy Huber got a good technical as well. I think the refs have yeah, made it apparent. Yeah, I think they've made it apparent that if you're out here flapping your arms around, there's literally <laughs> no fans to distract anything. Like, that just right. that, that's it. Everyone can see you. And right. they've been consistently calling that. So, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Because th essentially the same thing for Rudy. When did that happen? I think that happened... Maybe that was the in the third. Yeah. In the fifth quarter. <laughs> yes, in the fifth quarter, Rudy Goober got teed up for complaining about a foul. Waving. He said, and one. And I'm like, you barely got touched. So let's like <laughs> calm it down. <laughs> and you are right. Like, there's not all the other like distractions, even like the music, the like the fake mm -hmm. crowd noise, like it's not going to be the same. They can literally see and hear. Like, yes. it's more extra because there's not, like, the gas from the crowd either. Yes. And so after kind of... he screamed that and they showed the replay, I was like, Rudy, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's... And then they teed him up and I was like, okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> the end of the second was 52-49. Which I feel like that score was a little bit closer than how the game was going in my head. Mm -hmm. um, I think the Thunder did kind of taper off on their shooting because they did have the hot start. And then there was like the weird patch where the whole bench was in. <laughs> it, Kenrich and all. Um, but You're I. You're going to really, have to let it go. <laughs> I'm never going to let it go. Frank A, okay? Um, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. If someone could tell me why, especially when I got on Boomtown and they were saying the same thing, like, why is he on this team? I was like, I feel like you understand me because I don't get it. And I don't even <laughs> like, like to I'm be mean. <laughs> yeah. But the third was very fun for me because George Hill looked so good. 
And then we like cruised into the fourth and Mike Moose was like, I'm sorry I let you guys down, but I'm here to close out. Oh my gosh. In the last five minutes of the third, Lou Dor was at 16 points and Bogdanovic had got another three. But when Dort stripped that ball, just a little whoop. A little whoop. So the thing for me about that is I feel like the whole team fed off of that and then everybody was kind of playing a defensive game and it was just kind of the spark that I don't think I knew we needed but I think that yeah. was the play where Poku was guarding Donovan Mitchell and I was like send yeah. help you know and Lou just flew right in and it was all fine so yeah I think that play specifically kind of sparked the team as a whole. And it was nice to see them play so defensive-minded because I love a nice defensive game. It seemed to me at a minute and 50 seconds when it was 80-80 and Homie went on that fast break. And Utah was getting some nasty turnovers. And up at that point, there were seven ties and 10 lead changes. Which is a well-played game. I mean, I think everybody expects the Jazz to be in the playoffs again. So even for us to play them that closely, I mean, it very easily could have ended different. So, yeah, I'm okay with it. At the end of the third, it was 87 to 84 Thunder. And I thought Lou looked great. We really fed off of his defense. And George Hill dominated at the beginning of the third. And at the end of the third, Donovan Mitchell only had eight points. Which is crazy. That super max. I'm like, thank you, Donovan, for pulling through because I wasn't even trying to be shady. I was just like, I don't I don't know who plays for them. Even though Conley had twenty and Donovan Mitchell had 20. Mike Conley's 20 to me seemed more. He really know, carried him like in the first half. Yeah, quite a bit. And it was surprising to me too that Clarkson came off the bench with 16. But yeah, Rudy Goober was, did he finish with, did you say nine or 11? Well. I think. Let me look. I'm just Samsonite. I'm way off. Rudy Goober, 12 points. And with the fourth, it was like the Moose three, the SGA forced turnover, Moose for three. And they went ahead and did they went ahead and did a timeout for the Thunder after Rudy Gobert had a really good drive and they were kind of starting to build some momentum. But Mike Moose's fourth quarter was nothing to complain about at all, I feel like, as a bench player. No, there was like a two minute stretch where I think he hit a three and then he got a block and then he made another three and then he grabbed an offensive rebound and got fouled and it was just like Thank you, Mike Moose. I didn't want to give you the cupcake award. No, his his block was nice. I feel like defensively too, though, I feel like that 
we look different, which I mean, like, duh, we're going to look different. It's a completely different team. But I do feel like that defensively we look better as a whole. Mm-hmm. I think they were all pretty engaged tonight. And that's fun for me to watch. I know some people want to score 150. Not the Clippers. They don't want to score 150. Oh, my gosh. That was unbelievable. They were like, they don't have Kawhi. And I'm like, I told you. I'm like, well, did they have five other guys out there? Because I'm not really understanding that one. So we didn't look like Clippers bad. (laughs) Yeah. At five minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth, it was 100 to 100. And the Jazz had gone on that nine-in-a-row run. Yes, and I thought SGA did a really good job of taking over the game in the fourth. We did have that sloppy turnover where there was the miscommunication between him and I think Dort, but he made that jumper with like 3.30 left and he had gotten that drive down the middle of the lane before that. So I thought he did a really good job taking over the game, which is something I've always said I kind of miss from him. So it was nice to see that, even though he did miss the final shot, but it was a very hard contested shot. So I think you take that. I feel like it's what we've wanted for him at that point guard situation. We are so used to that Russell Westbrook point guard commanding, like you said, take control um George Hill had that beautiful layup right at the end of the game too and at the two minute warning that's kind of when SGA had that bad pass to Dort but I mean you finish the game 110-109 I don't have any complaints about this game whatsoever um even though like I said I I thought SGA did a good job towards the end of the fourth for me, it was still Dort that stole the show because like, oh with my a minute gosh. four left when he hit that Girl. three to put us up. Like, when as soon as he let it go, like, I knew it was going in. Oh, yeah. To quote Chris Fisher, he had time to do his taxes, scroll. He was so wide open. Like, George Hill went in and got that rebound. And he set his feet, like, three times. Yes. Yes. So for me, it was just the Lou Dor show. It was beautiful. Career high scoring for Dor. You love to see it. Yes. Do you have anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the Dort show, for me, that yeah. was the end of the game. I'm not even mad we lost. No, it was a competitive game. You saw a lot of the young guys improve. I mean, I'm still waiting for Poco. Poco. He needs to do something, okay? Can I just get my cupcake? Yes. I feel like we're on the same page. Is it the same? Can we just do it together? Poco with the goose egg? One, two, three, Poco. Yeah. Baby boy. 14 minutes more <laughs> just so, one. don't make me tea for you just 
one. Make baby. one free throw and I'll be happy. Yes. Oh my God. Um, here's my question for you. So quick turnaround and we play again on Tuesday. I'm expecting some players to rest. And by some, I mean probably Uncle Al and George Hill. If they rested, I would not be stunned. Surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Poku's probably going to get a lot of playing time. Probably. Will his first NBA point come in this game? He hasn't scored yet this season, right? I don't think so. Are we going to start only, him? Are we going to start Kenrich? We've only played two games. I know. And so, no, I don't think he scored any. Um, you know, we do play the Magic at home, and then we turn around and play the Pelicans. I want to beat the Pelicans. Rest whoever you want. Start Kenridge, Teo. Like, I'll give you a nasty lineup to start because I want to beat the me. Pelicans. Yeah. I'm sorry, Steven. It's well, not personal, baby. Here's the thing, Poku. You scoring or not scoring cannot be a thing that I'm worried about on Thursday. No. I already got a lot of things I'm worried about on Thursday. Um, I feel like that game's going to be very, very difficult for me to watch. Like, don't get it twisted. I want to win. But it's going to be difficult to watch. It's even more hard for me knowing that I can't go to the game because it'll be his first game back in Oklahoma City. So from me to Poku, I cannot be worried about you scoring your first point on Thursday. So it needs to come on Tuesday <laughs> against the Magic. Magic. Yeah. Also, it's very upsetting to me that there aren't going to be fans to talk to Steven. Yeah. Like, that's very upsetting for me because I feel like everybody got their moment back yeah. except Steven. And that is so unfair. Are they going to play a tribute video that, like, nobody's going to be able to react to? I mean, people will react online, but what I'm not saying he's going to get, like, a Russ-type homecoming because that was like 10 out of 10 but I something I feel like Steven Adams goes down of as one of the most well-liked Thunder players of all time he is Mr. Thunder number two like Nick yeah. Collison to me in that type of company and it pisses me off that he's not going to get this rad homecoming because you know it would be sick and everybody would be happy to see him. And so that sucks. Also, what if, like, they don't do enough? Yeah. <laughs> I Poku, we've got some concerns. We can't be worrying about you getting your bucket. Oh, it needs to come on Tuesday because I can't <laughs> handle anything else on Thursday. <laughs> I'm book solid, okay? <laughs> I can't cancel on me again. No, I can't. So, <laughs> Thursday's for Steven, so I'm going to need Poku to get it together. Oh, Poku. Bless his little heart. Just one. Just one, baby. Yeah. Um, 
Should we do Mr. Thunder? I mean, I feel like we broke the rules, but I mean, yeah. it, he just really kind of stuck out this game in, in a not so good way. <laughs> so. The only other cupcake that I can give is, I mean, Hulu has live sports, but. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't want thunder. us to watch the Thunder. And that's a pretty big cupcake award. I think this is the first time, because for me, growing up, I always followed a team that was not close to me, you know? So, like, mm -hmm. I feel like they tried to make me watch the Dallas Cowboys. They tried to mm -hmm. make me watch the Texas Rangers. So, I never really have had this issue before, because I always just buy my MLB extra innings. Nothing's ever blacked out, because I'm not in market for the Yankees. Mm -hmm. but I just feel like it's so crappy that Thunder fans can't even watch their home team right in their home state like you have right. to plug in your area code and they don't care yes and that's shitty that's like JJ Watt's uh, post-game speech being like I feel bad for the fans mm -hmm. okay if it's you can't serious. show up and work and get <laughs> out, then I'm I'm with him, okay? <laughs> that, like, J.J. Watts, I've said it a thousand times, he plays for the wrong state. The Houston Texans do not deserve him. That post-game interview was sick. Like, he commanded my attention. I was like, I'm so sorry this has happened to you. Yeah. Yes. I mean, don't get me started on the Astros. I think the Rockets got a lot of different things going on that need to be settled. That's one so way. So we got to get him out of Houston, okay? We got to get JJ out. He's a precious angel. He's not safe. And he said that they don't want to show up to work, and he's embarrassed. I liked it. Me too. Maybe me too. I'll start saying that at my job when people don't be showing <laughs> just, up too. Just cue up the video yeah. over the speaker. If you're not ready to clock in and work, <laughs> then don't bother. <laughs> this kind of got derailed. We were going to give our Mr. Thunder and now we're talking about Houston. I don't well, know how we got here. <laughs> if I can... <laughs> express to anyone who has not seen that post-game interview you might want to check it out if you're looking for a little post-holiday celebration <laughs> I was like oh my god I need to do better JJ is embarrassed <laughs> we all just have to do better okay <laughs> it's deserving of a Mr. Thunder award for sure but you go first I'll let you give it it's your moment well I think we know where this is going and Lou. I feel like, yeah, you feel the same. So Lou played 32 minutes. He was nine of 11 from the field, five of seven from three. So I kind of touched on, he can be a streaky shooter, but when he got that first one, I was like, the it's jazz on. ain't ready. They ain't ready. And I just think any game where he puts up 26, and the person he's guarding puts up 20, you're absolutely going to take that. And up until the start of the fourth, Donovan Mitchell had eight points. And he didn't look very good, you know. So 
I just feel like Lou's defense kind of speaks for itself. And we've touched on that many, many times. But the second he got that steal in the third, everybody kind of followed suit. Um, they were very scrappy defensively, and that all starts with Lou. Yes, Lou, my mama loves you. Plays. Like, we're in. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I chose Lou, um, my alternate for Mr. Thunder. Baby Bay's 11 rebounds. I love that. So I didn't think Darius necessarily, like, scored the most. But even just watching him, he is a more put-together ball player than what we started with last season. So well-rounded. that's what this is about, yeah. So well-rounded. I was so proud of him. He was in there with Rudy Goober a few times. Mm-hmm. Getting those rebounds. He looked good, and I was happy for him. So, He's so uh, much more well-rounded. Yes. I think we can just end on Magic at Thunder tomorrow, Tuesday. Poku, baby, we're counting on you. Poku, we're going to get, get a one. bucket. We're going to get, get that bucket. And work on that defensive closeout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you now. Okay, I'm locked into okay. that. <laughs> 